Okay, gang, this is the one that some of you have been waiting for and others are like, eh? But just trust us, whether you love Kiss or you hate Kiss, you're going to laugh at us, which is kind of the point. So let's go. and Amelia's Bitchin' Boutique. We may be awful, but But we're we're right. I'm going to try to channel the voice in the beginning of Kiss Alive 2. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You wanted the best. You got the best. The hottest podcasters in the world. Pitney and Amelia! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. How was that? <laughs> I think it was great! I think it was great. Crowd goes wild! I mean, it's so funny because on Kiss Alive 1, the yeah. guy is like... You wanted the best, and you got you. You know, it's so different. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> oh God, I haven't listened. I haven't listened to it in so long. I don't even remember. Okay, all right, Laurie, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Woo! People, people are excited. Or I hope so. Some people are. Yes. Yeah, so, oh my God, Amelia, I'm so fucking excited that this is our kiss episode. Woo! We've only been and talking you know, about it forever. Doing something like this. And you know, there's nothing more that I love than talking about Kiss. Yes, that is true. And especially y'all, Kiss Minutia, even y'all though have we're not no going to get into Kiss Minutia. Y'all have episode, no idea. But, oh my God. How yeah. often the conversation turns. <laughs> this is like an everyday conversation. Oh okay. yeah, no, yeah. I seriously remember a friend of a friend... Who I would see at the bar in Austin, Charlie's, our beloved Charlie's in Austin, is uh, gone. Yes. And he was a Kiss fan. And if we saw each other in the bar, we would both spend the entire night sitting at the bar talking about Kiss. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Every my time. Lord. Oh, my Lord. Ugh. Fabulous. Because I love it so. <laughs> so, like, okay, so... Do we want to kind of give give people like an idea of what we're do of what we're gonna what's coming up what what kind of discussions we're gonna have a little preview Yeah, yeah, you know, and because I love talking about Kiss Minutia so much, this episode is gonna be a little structured. Oh, it's a lot structured. So I do not go off on a 90-minute tangent talking about one song, because I can totally do that. Oh, my God, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I kind of can on some of it, but not nearly to the extent that Pitney does. Yeah, so this is going to be, you know, quick and dirty and fabulous, and it's going to go over a list of our favorites, Uh, maybe some of our not-so-favorites. With a little bit of stories about how and why kiss are such a big part of our lives. Yeah. And we, when we get to the end, you know, the, we're going to, we're going to let you know our, each of us, we're going to reveal actually to each other because we have not discussed. Yeah. We've made a point to not discuss. Not at all. Yeah. I think you're going to be surprised by some of my choices. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I'm hoping some of these won't surprise you but i feel like some of them might um just to give y'all an idea like we're gonna do our top five albums our top five songs from their entire you know catalog we're gonna we're gonna each say our favorite kiss video we're gonna say what filthy kiss song do we love the most what (laughs) What's the dreamiest Kiss song? Because that's a category that we both, you know, not a, not all Kiss fans would go on and on about the dreamy stuff, but we have lots of dreaminess that goes with this. Oh band. yes, yes, we, my Paul fantasies. Well, well, and you have your Gene fantasies. I, you know, <laughs> there's yes, 
we'll go into that a little bit. But yes. <laughs> and 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 a little more. But but first um I think we should give you guys a little background information about our individual stories. And I think I think Pitney should start because chronologically Pitney would be first. Oh yeah, so I I will just say that I'm 56. I have been a Kiss fan since fifth grade. So what was I, 10? Probably. That sounds about right. Yeah. About 10. Yeah. Um, unlike other fandoms and obsessions, this one has never gone away. It's never ebbed. Yeah. I mean, there's times where, like, I mean, I will go for months without listening to Kiss music. Um, but I'll still read about them every day on the internet and stuff because, you know, oh like, you know, but then I will go back, but it has been the focal point of my life really since the fifth grade. Yeah. Isn't it and funny how, when you're not, you know, you, you go through periods where you're not listening to Kiss, but it's because you've decided to listen to Wayne Newton for a month. That's true. <laughs> you know, like a Kiss fan would. <laughs> I, I know. I know sometimes people ask me, like, what are your favorite, like, artists? And I'm like, oh, Kiss, Wayne Newton, and Madonna. And they're like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) With a little bit of Wasp, you know, thrown in. A little bit of Wasp. A little Wasp, a little Linkin Park, a little, you know, (laughs) a little Barbie, you know, whatever. (laughs) Uh, You know, but I just remember, like, I think the birth of my fandom was... Started at the Payless store at Valley Fair. Oh, God. And... Now, we're not talking know, about Payless shoes. There used to be, like, a drugstore. Like yeah. A, and, like a five and dime. Yeah. And Valley Payless. Fair is, like, it's a big, huge, very she-she, high-end shopping mall now. Still exists. But back when I'm talking about... It was an open-air outdoor shopping center. Right. And anyway, there was this drugstore called Payless that we went into, and it was like like Walmart. You know, they had right. clothes, books, records. Right. God, I miss those kinds of, like the TG and Y. You know, like everything. And the Ben Franklin, and, all those stores. Yeah, and I used to go to the record section. I don't even remember what I was even looking for in the record section because I didn't know anything, but I would just go and like peruse through the records. Well, right? album covers were fascinating. Oh yeah. And I remember discovering Kiss Alive 2. Uh. And that picture on the back, you yeah. know, there's if you flip over the record, for those that don't know, even though everybody right. has probably seen this, there's a close-up picture of the four of them. Yeah, each one has their own. Whiting yes. and stuff. And the picture of Gene, he's like covered in sweat. His hair is just matted with sweat. <laughs> it's just disgusting. And his like... <laughs> he's lit in like blue light. Yeah, in blue light. Yeah. yeah. And his lower lip is just protruded with all this fake blood just dripping out of his mouth. Yeah. And it actually... I think it actually scared me a little sure, bit. Sure, yeah. It actually scared me, but I was so fascinated by it. Yeah. And because of that, I would go every time we went to Payless, which was at least once a week. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would go and stare at that album. Oh, God. And I had no idea what their names were. I had no idea what the songs were, but I would go stare at that album And I remember at that time, and this is so funny now, at that time, I had a little bit of a crush on Peter Chris based on the pictures on the back of Kiss Alive (sighs) 2. Well, you know, the makeup did a lot for it. I mean... Oh, yeah, Ace and Peter both, the, the makeup carried a lot of weight for both yeah, of them. Yeah, the makeup can hide a multitude of sins, yeah. Because Ace looked really <laughs> fucking hot in his makeup when he was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. But, no. But anyway, it was because of that record, and I 
I begged my parents, oh, I wanted this record, I wanted this record, but it was a double album, so I think, what was it, maybe twelve ninety nine? Oh, God, probably, yeah. Which was outrageous back then, you know, right. the record. Because, you know, records back then were, I think, what, five ninety nine, and then they were seven ninety nine a few years later. Yeah, God. <clears throat> I think. That sounds about right. But anyway, for my birthday of, yeah, it was my birthday of fifth grade. Um, my dad bought me Finally Kiss Alive too. That's astonishing to me. And, and it was funny. I remember the first time I listened to it, I had actually recognized a lot of the songs. Because, you know, music kids in the neighborhood would play music and kids in the neighborhood, we would have ghetto blasters that they'd bring to school and would play music and then, you know. Well, and so you I had cousins who were songs. older who listened to rock. They listened yeah. to, like, rock yeah. radio. And so you had exposure to some of it without realizing it. Yeah, and then the year after that, <clears throat> the solo albums came out. Mm-hmm. And I was obsessed. The first one I got was Ace. I was obsessed It's just never, ever, ever gone away. And it was like, I think it may have died later on in my life because I started getting into, you know, the Smiths and the Cure and Depeche Mode and all of that stuff. And I started dressing goth and, you know, exploring that subculture. Well, didn't you, before you got into that, though, didn't you, isn't that when you went to that, freaky, evangelical, Protestant youth yeah, group thing. Yeah, and didn't yeah. they make you, didn't they tell you to get rid of all your records? Did you actually yeah. get rid of, did you actually do that? Because I didn't remember if you did. I know they told you to. I got rid of some, but not my Kiss records. Okay, no. well, thank God. No. Okay. No. But, um... You know, but anyway, but later is, but I was still always, I'd be like in my black stretch pants and, you know, my Doc Martens and my Robert Smith makeup with my ratted dyed black hair, but I'd be wearing like a Crazy Nights tour t-shirt at the club. (laughs) (laughs) And people would be like, okay, whatever, you know. Whereas what they should have been doing was... Who are those handsome devils on that t-shirt? Because did they ever look so good as they did on the fucking crazy nights cover? (laughs) My God. Oh, I know. (laughs) They were gorgeous. But it just never went away. And I think it was because of my friendship with with the original Trisha von Lichtenstein. Right. Because she was hardcore Kiss fan. That's how we met was Kiss. Oh, wow. Okay. And... You know, she would buy every album the day it came out, and she would go to every tour, and when she would, you know, so I think because of my close friendship with her, she sort of kept that going, even though I was going in other directions musically. Right. Because that was the only rock I listened to at all for many years. Right. It was Kiss, but they were, anyway, but that was always there. Yeah. Always. And I remember... When I was with the ex that I always talk about that I was with for a long time. Yeah. I was so obsessed with Kiss. And I remember he was actually jealous of Kiss. Yeah. He well, would get pissed off and he was jealous. He's like, I'm just competing with this band. And every every dollar that you make is going for Kiss bucks. And, and it, he was just, he was jealous of them and he hated them. He hated them. Ugh. But I think that period in the 90s, the revenge era, in the mid-90s when we did our costumes right before they put their makeup back on. Right. I think in my life, that was the heyday of my KISS fandom. Probably because you were were in the phase of turning me. (laughs) Yeah. Because oh, as yeah, my story yeah. starts, yeah, when, when we get yes. to my story, y'all yeah. will find out how that went down. Yeah, and I will just say that it was like back then, 
it was not fashionable at all to be a Kiss fan. Oh, God, no. And no. people barely even remembered who they were with the makeup. It was not. Well, except a when we would. Thing. When we always managed to go to exactly the right places when we were in our costumes. Yeah. Like on Halloween, <clears throat> we were goddamn rock stars that night. Yeah, but it was fun, like, wearing, like, old Kiss t-shirts and... Because people were like, oh, and it was just such a throwback thing, you know? Yeah. And it was fun, but I think that was the heyday of my fandom was pre-reunion 90s. But anyway. Right. But that goes right into the beginning of your journey. <laughs> right. With Although, the hottest yes. band in the world. Yes. I love the smell of movies in the morning. There's no feeling in podcasts. There's no feeling in podcasts. This podcast will be quite operational when your friends subscribe. Feels. Real feels. Not the feels. Not the feels. Out of all the podcasts I've encountered, Real Feels was the most human. Hey, it's Drew. And Nathan. And Jack. Hey guys, and we're the Real Feels Podcast. We come to you every other Wednesday with a brand new movie of a different genre every single time. So make sure to catch us on iTunes, Podbean, and any other podcatcher out there. You're the realist. And the feelist. Come to yeah-ha! <laughs> oh my god. So I'm sure some of you, if there's, you know, actual KISS fans listening to this, and they're going... What do you mean your KISS journey started in the 90s? Uh, well, okay. So, here, so here's, so what had happened was, <laughs> anyway, no, I am going to back up to the 70s, because the thing was, I have to explain that. Yeah. Like, how did that happen? So, like, you know, even though, obviously, I was aware in the 70s that KISS existed, because... Who couldn't have known that they existed? They were, you know, the hugest thing ever. When they were huge, nothing was huger. And, like, I knew... I knew Beth because that yeah. was the only song that was played on, like, the radio stations that I would have been listening to. Yeah. That's the only thing that would have crossed over to where I knew. And I really loved that song, and it was one of the first songs, if not possibly the first that I taught myself how to play on the guitar. Oh, see, I didn't know that. That's fabulous. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's one of those songs that's just like, I kind of, before I started realizing, oh, I have the ability to figure out how to play things. And then that became like, you know, forget all fake books and things like that. I'm just going to figure them out for myself yeah. from that point on. Anyway, um, you know, apart from, you know, Beth being everywhere and, Yes, I do vividly, for some reason, remember the TV commercial for the four solo albums. Like, oh, I remember yeah. when that, because albums used to be advertised on television. Yes, and, they were, yep. you know, and that was huge. That was a big, crazy thing that was happening. And the other commercial that I remember, because commercials ended up being related to them. The other commercial I remember, of course, is for the dolls. Oh, you know, I mean, yeah. and if you're and if you're thinking, oh, I don't know if I remember that. Well, let's see if this jogs your memory. Kiss, that's the name. Kiss, they may look insane. Kiss, if rocks your game. Kiss, no, because oh, yeah, that was like such a horrible commercial yeah, yeah, with these stupid yeah. boys playing with these dolls. But anyway, it was just it was a very and you know I never ad. did get those, and I still don't have them. I could see why, like, maybe your dad wasn't going to buy you a doll. I could yeah, see why yeah. that would have been a thing. They never got them, which you know, is very sad. You know, and honestly, I, you know, until they took their makeup off, which also huge fucking news. And we didn't have MTV back then because that was 83 and we still lived in California. We didn't have cable at all where we lived. Truck going by. So we, yeah, we didn't have cable at all. So we didn't have MTV. And so like, it was so big that you saw it, whether or not you had MTV, like fr mm -hmm. TV shows like Friday night videos and the ways the, the, the non-cable people like me were able to see stuff would re-show 
the the reveal of their faces. Yeah, yeah. As if it were actual news because it was it was huge. You know, getting to see what Kiss looked like was a big yeah, deal. And it was. And it was funny because nobody gave a shit about the band when this happened. No. But that was still big news. Right. Yeah. And I didn't know enough to know that there were two people whose faces I was seeing who were new to the band. Yeah. Like, yeah. I had no... Because I, why, why would I know that? Why would yeah. I know enough to know that? And, like... And then, of course... You know, it's like that and the Lick It Up video, and I watched that, and I remember thinking Paul was hot, and then I never yeah. thought about them again. Yeah. And I also didn't know they did anything else, because it was just not on my radar at all, until Pitney moved in with me in 1992. Which, it's insane to think that that was yeah. a 10-year gap, and then Pitney moves to yeah. Texas, moves into my apartment, and he informs me that Kiss has a new album, and oh, by the way, Amelia, you're going to be a Kiss fan now. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, not fucking likely, because I had this, I don't know, I had no idea what they sounded like, really. Mm-hmm. You know, I really had, I don't know what I expected, but it sure as hell wasn't what I got. Like, mm-hmm. they really surprised me. But but because Pitney knows me and knows exactly how to get me, he was like, <laughs> You are going to listen to this entire album from beginning to end. Just, just, just shut up and listen to this entire album. And so I like lay down on my shitty old couch and he puts on music from the elder. Yep. <laughs> and God damn it. God damn it. You yep. know, like soon before I knew it, my brain was just filled with visions of Paul Stanley standing on a cliff singing <laughs> Odyssey. <laughs> With yeah. in a purple pirate shirt with his hair blowing in the wind. <laughs> and I was just like, fine, fine. I totally like this. Fine. And, you know, and then, of course, Revenge being the new album at the time. I totally fucking loved that, even though it was nothing even remotely like anything else I'd ever listened to on purpose before. Like, that was not my kind of music. Oh, but, not at all. But no. suddenly it was. Yeah. Like, you know, I had lived through all those hair metal years, but I ignored all of it, yeah. you know? Like, I didn't pay any attention to any of that shit. But, you know, as Pidney kind of, you know, he moved so he didn't have all of his stuff anymore because he had had to get rid of a lot of stuff in order to get here. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he, like one by one, he's buying, he's rebuying albums. And yeah. so one by one, I'm getting to discover new albums. And then we meet the worst person in the world. Oh, yes. Who, that's who happened. friends with him, though, was because. Because of Kiss. Of Kiss. Because yeah. He, yeah. Had, uh, he had this huge collection of videos, of like concert videos. And yeah, shit. and back then, bootleg, it was very hard to come by that stuff. Like then. tons of like bootleg VHS stuff. So yeah, we, it was so we really were hard to come. We were going over to his apartment like all the time to watch Kiss stuff. Yeah, and yeah. it was during that 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 was that was the period when we decided to make the costumes. And I was like, and I thought it would be funny, like yeah. ironic for me to wear a costume of Gene Simmons. Yeah. Like, you know, the big feminist that I thought I was at the time because I because we were very young. And I mean, I'm a much bigger feminist now, but I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about back then. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought it would be funny, but because I was like studying jeans so closely, because I needed to I needed to I wanted to make sure that I was gonna look right, and I started paying so much attention to him that of course one day, um, looking through, I guess it was pictures in a magazine of like from, you know, like the revenge stuff. And one day I just sort of looked at him and I thought, Oh, Gene is totally my type. <laughs> ah, I remember. Oh my because God. I have more than one type <laughs> yeah. and he is a really good example of one yeah. of my types. And yeah. my God, he looked so good in the revenge era. He looked really fucking good. And I, it just, I got obsessed with Gene. Yeah. But of course, you know, it's not like 
asshole Jean that I like. It's Boo Boo Jean. And you you guys are going to hear a lot more about Boo Boo Jean as we go on. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Because Boo Boo Jean is a special thing. So, you know, so anyway, so we we made those costumes. We spent three. I remember it took three months. Yeah. And God knows how much and money. a lot of, I was going to say, a lot of fucking money. Too. A lot of money. And we even <laughs> had to, like, special order, like big bags of studs mm-hmm. and things because we couldn't just mm-hmm. buy most of the stuff we needed. We built our own platform boots. We built, I mean, yeah. we, we could go into all that, but like Halloween of 1993, we yeah. go downtown and we're fucking mega stars. Like, oh, yeah, because back then kiss it was far from putting the makeup back on. Yes, this was way, they were way before a that. Memory to most people. You know, ten years since yeah. they've taken it off and many and like four years before they were even gonna put it back on. Yeah. And so it was yeah. Probably a thousand people took pictures with us that oh, night. Oh, it was fabulous. So yeah. And I've you know, I've got one that someone else took, which is the Polaroid of us with the guy who was dressed as Alice Cooper. I still have it in my little pile over there. And you know, good time to jump in and say, if y'all watch the live show, because we're going to be doing a live show on Saturday. So like if you guys, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, uh, December 1st, uh, tomorrow is Kiss's last show at Madison Square Garden. And we're going to be watching the pay-per-view. And as soon as that pay-per-view, as soon as that concert's over, we are going to go live we're going to do a live stream, like go over to our YouTube and we will probably during that, we still haven't worked all that out yet, but we're yeah. probably going to be showing video or showing pictures of us in our costumes and whatever, oh, yeah. whatever oh, yeah. you know, whatever, you know, whatever's fun anyway. But you know, back then we would go see Kiss tribute bands and all that kind of shit. Just, you know, and it was so much fun for me. Like Pitney yeah. said, like it was, you know, the height of his excitement about it. And like, because it was all new to me and going to see tribute bands was in my mind, that was as much fun as going to see kiss would be. Oh, because they were so fun. It was. And I do, I do want to mention two concerts just because I'm not going to get to mention them in any of our other topics that we're going to talk about. So when we saw them on the reunion tour, um, and we were with the worst person in the world. Um, oh, yes, we were. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was possibly the only person in the entire arena who wasn't wearing black because it was a Kiss concert. And everyone, yeah. you know, you, you show up, you want to be cool, you're, everyone's wearing a black t-shirt. Uh, yeah. But I was not. And um, so because of that, uh, at one point, Gene uh, spotted me. And... Yes, he we, did. We weren't really close to the stage, but we were like eye level with the stage. Like if you imagine yeah. off to the left, which is Gene's side and yeah. like the, 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 the stage kind of comes to a corner and then there's seats that are like right there. And that's kind of where we were. Yeah. And he and I had kind of a nonverbal body language conversation shall oh, we say yeah he gave the figure thing and he, he made an hourglass thing and, with oh, his hands yes. and he pointed at me and i blew him a kiss and he blew one back at me yeah and then later years later we find out that if gene points at some woman in the audience that is a cue for a roadie to go get her I know, and I was surprised nobody, that nobody came. Nobody came and got me. Yeah, I was surprised, actually. You know. Oh, well, but, you know, Mr. Amelia probably wouldn't have been thrilled with that anyway. But speaking <laughs> of Mr. Amelia, the other concert I want to mention was yeah. the second time we saw them on the Farewell Tour. Farewell Tour. Remember how long ago the Farewell Tour was? Oh, my God, yeah, yeah. So, back in 2000, um, yeah. When they were coming through Austin on their second pass through Texas on their farewell tour, the tour, the tour that never ended, that that show was one month to the day after my wedding. That's why I remember exactly when it was. Oh, wow. Okay. And when tickets went on sale, which was only like like within that couple months before. So Mr. Amelia uh, said that he wanted to get 
buy me my kiss ticket as a wedding present. And I said, it would be a much better wedding present if he went with me. And that was asking an awful lot of him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But (laughs) But he he, did go. He was a good sport. And he went with our little group. Because we had about, like, six people? Six, seven people? Yeah. And he had a good time basically laughing through the entire show. Oh, yeah. He loved it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so that's, that's how I got here. That's my story. Ah, uh, good times. <laughs> you know, oh, it was so, the 90s were so much fun for me to be a KISS fan because it was just so, it was weird and it was edgy and it was bizarre and people didn't get it, and but it was sincere, you know what I mean? And it felt kind of more like the normal kind of nerdy fandom shit that we're used to, which is we're the weirdos. We're the only people we know who are into this, and we're just obsessing with each other, and nobody else, everyone else, yeah. And remember, we went to the Kiss Meetup fan group at the mall, and we went at the food court at the mall, where we met that fabulous woman, Shandy. Oh my god! Yeah, there was like bulletin boards. There was bulletin boards, and there was like a Kiss Meetup fan group that would meet at the food court in the mall. Oh, we were like an underground. It was almost like being in like, you know, the SLA or the Black Panthers or something. We were underground and had these Oh my meetings. God, yeah. <laughs> it was fabulous. Oh my God. Oh my God. I had for- forgotten about her. Oh, the she food was so- card at the mall. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. Anyway. I still have a magnet that she gave she gave both of us. Yeah. I have a magnet. It's a, it's a heart shape. And it's her and somebody else in, like, his makeup. Oh, it might have been her husband. Oh, probably, yeah. Yeah. But I still have that they, magnet Because they were Shandy both fans. Gave me. Of course, oh, her that's name was so really shandy. But, yeah. You know. And then one time we were at her house and we were making... Or at least I was. Were you there when we were gluing rhinestones onto army green t-shirts to make to make our own kiss army bougie little glittery because there was gonna be because i i I remember going did you go to the bowling thing a bunch of us were gonna go bowling in our kiss army (laughs) t-shirts I, I just remember going so bowling with her ago. once. I don't I, remember. I, that, and I, like I said, I, until you brought her up, I had not thought about her. And all of a sudden, memories are flooding back. I mean, it was yeah, a short period yeah, where we were it was like, trying to hang out like, with her a lot. I mean, the strength of the fandom back then was being like a Doctor Who fan or a Star Trek fan. or Right. Uh, you know. It, and yeah, it wasn't it, something yeah. that the general public, it was like, but it made it stronger because we were like this little minority and we were yeah. like, nope, we're holding on to this with our bo- with both hands. Yeah, and it was fabulous. Uh. So let's, let's get into, let's get into our little categories. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Should we start with the with our favorite filthy song? Oh, why not? Because that'll be fun. Why okay. Not? Oh my God! Do you want to go first or should I go first? It's up to you. And I think you're going to be surprised at my pick. I think you're going to shake your head, but I did a lot of pondering. Oh my God! You pondered about the filth. I did ponder. I mean, the filth is your favorite. I mean, there are a lot of they. There are a lot of filthy. They love the double entendre. They oh, love yeah. coming up with you know weird ways of saying filthy things. But I, you know, okay, I'll start. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I am sure that you know what my favorite filthy kiss song is. I think I do, but I'm not because sure. there is such a good story behind the filth. Of this one between yeah. us. Yeah. Because since he was a kid when he first heard it, and I was an adult when I first heard it, we heard the lyrics to this song very differently. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that song is Nothing to Lose. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> okay, now yes, it let the pause to let the Kiss fans laugh. Okay, so the rest of y'all, you're just gonna have to Google these things. So yeah. it might not be obvious or apparent to other people who, like Pitney, have been singing along with that song since they were ten years old. Yeah, but you know, I am here to tell you that that song is a song about convincing your girlfriend to let you put it in her butt. Yeah, it totally is. That song is about butt stuff. 100%, and I'm here for it. Not so much, though, the she didn't want to do it, but she did anyway. But I think, you know, I think there's a lot of us who can relate to the fine of, like, when a lot of us did it in the butt for the first time. Yeah, because wasn't there a line, I thought about the back door and she didn't know what to say. <laughs> yes! He, it's very clearly about he wants he wants backdoor action and she's like, I don't want to. And it's it's like, but come on, we're we're gonna we're totally gonna do your butt. And you just have to, li- if you didn't, if you're thinking, wait, it's not about that. And then you go listen to it again. Oh, it's about that. It's oh so God, about it that. It totally is. It totally is. And Pitney, uh, yeah. Pitney was so shocked when I said it the first time. And I was like, how do you, of all people, not, not know that that's what that song's about? You've heard it 10 million times. And you were like, but I've never thought about it like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that song is wonderfully filthy. And I love it. Uh, yes, it is. I love it. It's a great song. Yes. Um, my favorite filthy kiss song. Fits like a glove. <laughs> Off of Lick It Up. I was going to say, that is off of Lick It Up. Okay. Um, because, <laughs> I mean, it's just so... <laughs> feel my heat, driver's seat, my blessing is my curse. <laughs> if you're gonna burst, you're gonna burst, you're gonna burst. Is that... Okay. I may be mixing up yeah. my songs. Is that the song that has the hot knife through butter? Yeah, which okay. is the thing that in all, and I mean, oh my God, and it's like, it's so embarrassing to see it. But yeah, but they the music would stop and then Jean would go, and when I go through her, it's just like a hot knife through butter. So... Fucking stupid. And all the audience would scream butter. All the audience would yell butter. <laughs> so fucking stupid. I mean, that and, is a I mean, serious command of your audience to make a, an arena full of people scream the word butter. A hot knife through butter. Yes. Yay. You know, and just the, you oh. know... Baby, baby, guess you win the prize. Maybe, baby, where the sun never shines. Oh. It must be love because it fits like a glove. And what do you think it is referring to, fitting like a glove? Oh, oh, I'm pretty sure it's a snooch. You know, it's just like there were so many songs to choose from. Hot knife through butter, baby. So many songs to choose from. But that was my pick of my There's, favorite yeah. filthy I'm a little, kiss song. I'm a little surprised you didn't you didn't go with uh, "Come and Lick My Candy Cane." Oh yeah, there's that. That's probably second place. Yeah, you and could... there's you know, "Let Me Be Your King Bee." I want your hornet's nest. There's that. <laughs> there's so much there's to so choose from. So many choices. There's but so the many. hot knife through butter, that is, yeah, that's the oh. filthiest kiss song to me, yeah, because it's so fucking God stupid. Well, they're all stupid, but yeah, anyway. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yay! Filth. We love filth. We're a big fan of the filth. I yeah. thought you were going to choose Domino. <laughs> I mean, maybe. No, but it's, it doesn't, it doesn't thrill me. Yeah, I guess like I nothing to lose does. Uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> okay. So what shall we do next? So do you want to do video? Do you want 
shit can from the set list? What do you want? What do you want to do next? Oh, fuck. you pick let's the category. Do let's do shit. Shit can something that I want to shit can from the fucking set list on this current tour. Okay, okay. I want to hear yours first. It is fucking Love Gun. <laughs> I hate that song. I'm not going to say I've always hated it, but I've never liked it. It's fine. It's meh. It's fine. And I'm I'm appalled that Paul Stanley has repeatedly said that's his favorite song that he's ever written. Oh, God. And God damn I it, hate Paul. that song, and I wish it's they so would dumb. just stop fucking playing fucking Love Gun. I hate it. Yeah. That is what my thing is. I wish they would just fucking x that song. Yeah. Yeah. I've, um... I've, I've got, I've got one to shit can from the set list. Uh, and I really was expecting that I was going to pick when, when you sent me the link to the current set list. And that's, yeah. that's the set list we're talking about. Like the current, what they're, <clears throat> this is, this is it. These are the, the last songs we're ever going to play in concert. Yeah. These are our most special, most wonderful songs. And I'll Ugh. be damned, I'll bet you any amount of money when we pay for the pay-per-view for their last show ever. Oh, God. There ain't gonna be no deviation. It's still gonna be that same fucking set list. Because they are convinced that that's what everyone wants. Yeah. So, see, and that's, a, that's the other kind of thing. We're the kind of fans who have no problem telling them to shut the fuck up. So, yeah, so that, that's why we're shit-canning a song. Although, I'm going from a little bit of a different album. Like, I was really expecting to pick something old and unnecessary like Black Diamond. Um, yeah, yeah. Because especially because I I had it in my head. Oh, it's probably I'm probably gonna pick something like Black Diamond, and then I thought, oh, it's probably not even gonna be on there. And then I looked, oh, it's yeah. fucking on there. Of course it is. Of course yeah. Black Diamond's on there because it always is. But then they ended up making this really easy for me as I'm scanning the set list. They put a song on the set list that shouldn't even fucking exist to in the first place. This song should not exist. So I'm looking down the list and I see something and I have no idea what the fuck it is. I'm like, is it some sort of audience patter thing? Is it a call and response that's stupid and goes on way too long? Like, what the fuck is it? So I Google. Nope. It's the name of a song. I am shit canning. Say yeah. Now, oh, yeah. And what is that from Monster? Sonic Boom. It is off oh, of Sonic, Sonic Boom. Boom. I was going to say, it's one of those two albums that nobody bought. Which yes. is why I don't know it. Because that came after Psycho Circus, which should have been their last album. Fuck Sonic Boom and everything on it. Fuck Say Yeah. I have spoken. There will be no more discussion. Psycho Circus should have been their last album. Amen, girl. For so and I did reasons. not even buy. I bought Sonic Boom. I think I listened to it once. I never bought Monster. Ugh. And I never will. Ugh. God, no. No. And I never will. Yeah. It, Monster can suck my dick. It's just, no. No. Not, and you know, Paul is right when he says, no, we're never going to do an album because nobody wants a new re new Kiss record. And that's true. Yeah. That time for their music is said, done, and gone. I don't care what anybody says. They should have asked us. We, we should be... genre their, is dead. We should be their fine. managers. We should tell them what to do. Because they would have actually stopped touring a long time ago. Like the Farewell Tour could have been, you know... Yes. Yes. But anyway. You know, oh yeah. So I agree with Don't that. have a yeah. fucking tour and call it the farewell tour and then continue to tour for over twenty more years. Mm hmm Yeah. We have opinions. So, yes. Yeah. Shit canning. Yes. Okay. Um, okay, I'm gonna pick the next category. Ooh, 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 ooh. Do I wanna go video first and save Dreamy for last? I'm kind of no, you it's know what? You. No, I think I'm going to go with Dreamy. I'm going to go with Dreamy okay. because I feel like favorite video can go nicely into top five albums. So let's go Dreamy. Let's go. Okay. Dreamiest Kiss song. And this was really, really hard. <laughs> yeah, it is. This yeah. was a really hard one for us. Uh, for me, definitely. I will admit that I jotted down 
several very, very dreamy Paul songs yeah. before landing on what really is the swooniest Kiss song for me. Oh, and yeah. that is World Without Heroes. Oh, really? Because wow. it is so... It's not a romantic dreamy song, but it is so boo-boo Jean. Yeah. Now, should we... Okay, so boo-boo Jean is when Jean is being sensitive. Yes. Boo-boo Jean is when Jean is so cute and so adorable and so lovely. And boo-boo Jean is utterly irresistible to me. He is not always present. Much of the time, the Gene we see is not boo-boo Jean. No, but I do think the boo-boo Jean is the real Jean. Yeah, I think yeah, I think Boo Jean is the is the soul of Jean. Is the authentic Jean, yeah. When he's not yeah. trying, when he's not like trying to be a big shot, you know. Yeah. So, World Without Heroes, which is off Music from the Elder, which was the album that Pitney forced me to listen to the first that first night. Um, that song is fucking amazing. The production on it is great. And Boo Boo Jean is being so boo boo, and it's like it's very dramatic and gorgeous. And there is a video, and Jean cries a single tear over his little makeup. And it's like, okay, I love you, Sinead O'Connor, but you did not invent the perfect single tear in a music video. Oh, yeah. Gene Simmons did that. So it's so fucking hot. It's so yummy and hot, and it's my Boo Boo Jean. And. Uh, uh, yes, so that's my dreamy. Funny, because my dreamy is also from The Elder. Oh, I had a feeling. <laughs> I had a feeling. And it's Odyssey. I was going to say, did I already mention it? On it's the Odyssey. <laughs> yes. Oh, on a mountain high somewhere. People, <laughs> kiss fans, oh. pretend and lie and they say they hate that song, but they don't. It's so good. It's so because good. Because they don't hate it. It's like, you know, hard rock fans, because so many hard rock fans are such fucking morons when it comes to music, right? They all say they hate Barry Manilow, even though they all secretly love him, right? That's right. To me, Odyssey is the same thing. You lie and you say you hate this song, but you know you listen to it all the time. And it's you love so it. beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, and his voice is fabulous, and it's sensitive, and it's it's like fantasy novel, which is something that I was really into at the time. And that, yes. And yes. God damn it. So my dreamy song is, I guess, is definitely Odyssey. I had a feeling that was, it was on, it was one of on, on my list too. I had... I had uh, that. I also had, you know, I thought, you know, Shandy. I also had um, Hold Me, Touch Me was also. But see, oh, I was I was going yeah, through all yeah. because Hold Me, Touch Me is a very dreamy oh, song. Oh, that's such a good song. Yeah, but, yes. but you know, I had to I had to go back to Gene. I had to. But it's so nice that we're both picking songs from The Elder. That's oh, fantastic. And that's so us. That is so fucking yeah, us. Yeah. Oh, my God. So yes, so the last last category before we do our top lists, best video, go for it. Oh, uh, for me it is the promo that they filmed in the destroyer costumes for Love 'em Leave 'em. Oh god, I don't know if I've have, Oh, I must have seen it. I must because have it is like it was really rare and hard to see like actual these music videos didn't no. exist. Mm -mm. And they filmed a promo for Love and Leave Them. Gene in his scaled... That was the birth of the dragon boots. Was oh Destroyer, my god, remember? yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I remember, like, up the legs, it was, like, dragon, like, scales. Mm -hmm. And he actually jumps in that video, and you see the scales, and... Oh my god. It, it's just fantastic. It, oh it's just... God. That is... The promo film for Love Em, Leave Em from Rock and Roll Over, that is like my favorite Kiss video. Oh my God. Of all of them. 
That's um, wow, you that's a deep cut, man. That's a serious yeah, that's kiss nerd. Totally, totally it. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean I'm it's sure so I would have seen it. Cool. I'm sure yeah. you would have made sure I saw it at some point. But oh, it you've would have seen been a really it would have been a really long time ago. Oh yeah, no, I know you've seen it. Oh my god. But so what's yours? Oh my god, yeah. So when you first suggested favorite video, this one actually was the very first thing to pop into my head. You're gonna be surprised. You, I think you will. But although when you think about it, you're not going to be surprised. It came into my head so quickly. It was almost like, well, I shouldn't even consider anything else because obviously this one is telling me it's my favorite. But then I, I pulled it up to watch it. Like I wanted to make absolutely sure, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I've got my YouTube up and, and while you know, like when you're watching YouTube and then there'll be like the column on the side going, hey, you want to watch this? You want to watch this? Well, yeah, YouTube, yeah. while when as soon as I pulled it up, I noticed off to the side that YouTube goes, hey, you, you want to watch forever? And I go, oh, forever. I want to watch forever. So I watched forever real quick and I swooned like I always fucking do yeah, because yeah. it's so pretty. And then I thought, but, you know, forever wasn't the video that you thought of, Amelia. Forever wasn't the one that made you go, oh my God, I love that video. You know, so I am going to dance with the one that brung me. My favorite video is Rise to It. (laughs) Oh my God. Wow. (laughs) I fucking love Rise to It. Okay, because that would have been off of Hot in the Shade. Hot in the Shade, yeah. Which oh my the God. And it is a good revenge. video. Oh my God. So yes. like the way it starts is like this flashback with Gene and Paul putting their makeup on backstage. And Paul is yeah. saying, you know, we could take the makeup off. And blah, blah, blah. and Gene is like, you're nuts. We can't take the makeup off. And they're bickering like the old married couple that they are. Yeah. And then yeah. suddenly, boom, it's like 1990. And they're on stage with Bruce and Eric and they're all, they're all looking fucking great and having a blast. And Gene and Paul are being really cute and silly with each other. Like the way every time they do one of those lines where they're talking about saying a line about something about, you know, being good looking or whatever. And like one of them will go up to the other one, like, like put them under the chin. Like, like they're just, they're so cute when they're just happy and being like, friends Mm -hmm. you know like they're they're basically brothers you know and it's just a fucking great video and plus that song typical filthy kiss song you know oh yeah you know i'm gonna rise to it i mean come on you know anyway that we you know yes it's the kind of kiss filth that we love and also the video is extremely cute and it's oh just, my god, that is so funny! I hadn't thought it, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and I don't know, and it's not like I had been thinking about that song, but as soon as you said video, that was the first video to pop in my head. So clearly, it was telling me something. Oh wow. my god, rise yeah. to it! It's so cute, awesome. so cute. Yes. Um, I think we need to give them a thing, Spike. We can give them a drop that they could plan out their yes. show. Yes, I think we've uh, got to find some time and get, get time to do, do that. I think we should do it right now. I think we should do it right now. Look, I'll show you how easy it is, Spike. <laughs> Watch this. I'm just going to do it live. Okay, do it live. Like that bloke screams. I'm just going to do it live. Watch this. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the Two Skeptical... Blah, I can't do it now. <laughs> Look, I can't speak. Too much pressure. Right, I'll try again. I'll try again. I'll try again. Take 52. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, and you are listening... To the most bitchin' boutique. See? That was easy, wasn't it? Okay. They could send us one, we could play it in ass. Yeah, yeah. Right, you do it. Yeah. Right, off What you do go. you want me to say? Whatever, whatever comes to mind. Hi, this is Spike from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, who ain't no bitch, but you're listening to The Bitchin' Boutique. Oh, that was good. I think I hope they use that. Let's see if they cut it and put it in their next show. Diplomatic community. So. Yeah. We're going to wrap this up like as quick as possible. So we're going to do our, we're each going to give our top five albums and our top five songs. So first, do you want me to do my 
albums yeah, first. Yeah, that's fine. So, like, um, my basic criteria for albums, I'll just quickly say that I'm, I'm just going to, my criteria was what's, what am I most likely to put on and listen to all the way through or just listen to songs from in general, even if I'm skipping around. And also, like, a, as we get closer to the top, I have more of a personal attachment to the album. So, so, and since y'all just heard my story, most of these shouldn't be, you know, surprising. Yeah. But, um, okay. So number five. Oh, and I also, I also have to say, if I could have done number seven, then it would be, then all my choices would be a lot more obvious. Because I yeah. realized, I started with yeah. seven and I had to pare them down. So number five is going to be Unmasked, which Man. is so much fun. Great songs. Don't come for me for it not being metal enough. This is my fucking list. Number four, yeah. Destroyer. I mean, like, fuck. It needs to be on everybody's list unless you hate Kiss because I shouldn't have to defend it. It's fucking destroyer. Okay, number three, music from the elder, as has come up a lot. You know, you know my story. You know why it's important. Plus, it just kicks all the ass, and it's really excellent. Boo Boo Jean and Dreamboat Paul, and oh, and fuck off, Peter Chris, because this was the first album with no Peter Chris anywhere near it. So, <laughs> second place, Revenge. So oh, yeah. it's just so fucking great. It was like the first one I actually bought. That's my album. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure if Pitney would be able to guess my first one. My my number one is Unplugged. Oh, wow. Way back, okay. way back in our first year, uh, yeah. when we did our first thankful episode, I was thankful for this album because not only does it make me really happy, but it represents like a moment in time for me. Like, the moment that it happened, because that was epic and amazing. But also the beginning of my relationship with my husband, who is not a Kiss fan, but who tolerated <laughs> that album being played in my car a lot when we were first dating. And that is my top five albums. Wow. And I will just say, about Unplugged. Yes. I remember when they first aired it. Oh my god. I cried like a baby when Jason Peter came out. <laughs> I cried too. I cried too. Oh my god. Oh my god. It was such a. It and was I such remember, a huge you know, thing. back then I was still living, mm -hmm. and he was not amused by emotion, my emotionality. Anyway. Oh god. That, yes. Okay. So I'm doing mine in the opposite order. I'm doing my. You're gonna go one, two, three, most four, five. Favorite first. Okay. Okay. Yeah. My most favorite out of all of them is Kiss Alive 2. Okay. Um, because it was your first? first album. Yeah. But it's also like every song on the album is so fucking good. And the fourth side with the studio songs. Yeah. Those songs are so fucking good. And it just captures the excitement and everything that was... Kisses heyday and right. I, I just love it. I right. love it. I love videos from that period. I love I love yeah. just love to. My second favorite album of all of them is Lick It Up. Yep. It is badass. That is the album that I go to when I haven't listened to Kiss for a long fucking time. I always go to Lick It Up. Yeah. Every song is badass. There's not filler on it. Yeah. Gene is fierce. Paul is dreamy. It's it, it's fucking hard and heavy and it's melodic and it's fucking fabulous. And goddamn it, Vinnie Vincent was good. He's he's he was fucking amazing. Personality wise, he doesn't blend well with them, but goddamn it, he was a he was good to be in the band. Yeah. So my second favorite album of all time from Kiss, look it up. Third, Rock and Roll Over. Ooh. Fourth is Love Gun. Despite your hatred for the song. Because <laughs> the rest of the album. The fucking record. The rest of the album is great. Yeah. And my fifth is Crazy Nights. Ooh! Now, see, if I, like I said, if I could have had a, lif a list of seven. Because <laughs> I listened to that record a lot. Crazy Nights and Alive 3 would have been if I, if I had. Yeah, yeah. I listened to Crazy Nights. A lot. So yeah. those are my top five. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm I'm almost thinking um, I'm almost thinking that I should do my songs first so that yours can be the last. 
that are on okay, the show. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, let's Okay. Go. All right. Our top five Kiss songs. I'm just going to dive right in. It took me a really long time to decide on this list because of the elimination. Every every elimination was painful. But, you know, I'm just like looking at my list again. It's like, this is fucking, this is my list. So, number five, Spit. <laughs> <laughs> Which is off of Revenge. I yep. mean, Gene wrote a song about me. What's What's not to love? So, number four, Turn On The Night, which is off of Crazy Nights, which is an album that nearly, you know, it nearly made that top five. You know, it's Kisses, Barbie, and the Rocker song. I can't listen to it without being really, really, really happy. Number three, New York Groove. Oh, wow. Okay. Good choice. Good choice. Off of Ace's solo album. It is the first, my first pick off of a solo album, and not the solo album Pitney would have expected me to pick from. Yeah, not the awesome. one I listen to a lot, you know. But I'm generally not big on Ace stuff. But there's no denying the greatness that is this song. And when it comes on in my car, I back it up and repeat it three, four, five times because I never want it to end. Like I want that song to be 20 minutes long oh. because I love it so much. Gonna get really schmoopy for a second with my number two. We are one. Oh yeah, I do love that the one. The yeah. ultimate boo boo Jean. Yeah. Uh, one of several songs off of Psycho Circus that made me believe that at that time they were hanging it up, and I still think they should have ended it with that album. Like I said before, you know, not gonna lie, because this song, especially, is my little boo boo Jeanums telling us the fans. That he loves us and he owes it all to us. And in those lyrics, he seems like really content and happy with his life. And it makes me cry because he means it. And I just wish he meant it enough to have retired back then. Yeah. Amen. God damn it. Yeah. Okay. And now my number one, going to go back to my number four album for this one. Shout it out loud. Oh, um, yeah. Not only do I just love it. And I have yet to get tired of it, but it's one of those songs that does not, that does this thing that Kiss does really well, especially back in the 70s when Gene and Paul were still trying to be the Beatles, and that mm-hmm. is trading off of lead vocals. I love when they do the Beatle thing in their Kiss way, and this song rules. That's my top five Kiss songs. What are your top five Kiss it songs? It is so funny because your number one is the same as mine. Woo! Because it's the best. <laughs> Definitely shout it out loud. Yeah. Definitely the version from Kiss Alive 2. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's, the song is the same, right? Got to have a party. Definitely the version for me from Kiss Alive to you. Like, Shout It Out Loud is like, yeah. Okay. And this is based on, you know, the songs that I just play. Right. Sure. When I'm just like randomizing. Yeah, a lot of these are for me too. Yeah. Um, Shout It Out Loud is for a second, not for the innocent, off of Lick It Up. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Because I play that song a fucking lot. Um, third, um, Shock Me. Ah. Near. I always near, go near, to Shock Me. Near, near. When I listen to Love Gun, I go to Shock Me first. <laughs> yeah. If I listen to Kiss Alive 2, if I'm skipping around, Shock Me is always there in the skipping. You know what I mean? Yeah, so totally Shock Me. Yeah. Um, number four is Shandy. It was so hard of to not course. have Shandy on my list. It was so hard. <laughs> and five, Mr. Speed. Really? Interesting. I listen to that song incessantly. Interesting. Oh my I God. I love Mr. Speed. I listen to that song over and over, and I don't think it warrants being higher because they, I do listen to it a lot. Wow. Yes. Okay. Very and interesting. And I was, it was really hard for me to not put Shandy somewhere. Oh, I, yeah. Like I said, it, it nearly was my but, dream. But it just, when I thought about 
my listening habits and yeah, it, Sandy, yeah. It's I mean, definitely he, up there, but yeah. He once burned me a CD that had like seven different versions of Shandy at the beginning <laughs> from different oh, concerts and stuff. It was so yeah. great. The po- the Polykins, the Polypoo. It was so fantastic. Yes. Obsessed. So yes, so so I'm so glad if you're still listening. I'm so glad you stuck it out. And I hope yep. you had fun because this is us being as dorky as we can possibly be. And oh, yeah. Kiss allows us to be this level of nerdy and maybe we'll do we'll we'll talk more about it in our video thing when we do our live stream. So Oh yeah. If you if you're listening later, go to our YouTube channel, find the live stream. You will see us looking fabulous and being ridiculous and we might be freshly crying because the concert's over. Oh, I'm sure. We're, and we're, maybe we're... I'm in, I, maybe I'm going to get a stick of butter and a heated knife for a little video moment. Oh my lord. You can do that, and I'll find a candy cane. I'll lick a candy cane, and you'll put a hot knife through butter. (laughs) Because that's the kind of Kiss fans we are. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Shock me. Uh, Make me feel better. Near. Near, 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 near. Shock me. Put on your black weather. Near. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy our show, please take a moment to rate and review us wherever you listen. If you send us a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a Bitchin' Boutique sticker. Everyone Everyone loves stickers! Please subscribe or add us to your favorites wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribers get new episodes first and are also more attractive. Drop us a line anytime at pitneyandamelia at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And when I go through her, it's just like a hot knife through butter.